Yo, this is Matt. This is Will. This is the Halloween episode. Get ready to get freaky. Oh, this is going to be nice. Nice. Got me like, whoa. What's happening? Will! William! How's it going, Will? Good. You getting ready for that old (laughs) Halloween? Yes, it's going to be exciting. The Eve of All Hallows. It's my favorite holiday that I don't uh, participate in anymore. Yeah, that's great. Well, I pretty much don't participate in it either because I haven't had a trick-or-treater in five years. Me neither. Mainly because I... Turn the lights off. Oh, you're that guy turns his lights off and yeah. puts traps to prevent children from walking <laughs> into your house. We we do buy candy, too, and I just still turn the lights off. I am that bad guy. <laughs> oh, so you sit in the dark and eat your own candy. That is correct. Which you could technically do year-round, but you choose not to. Yes. But on Halloween, why not? I just don't get to buy overpriced candy that is bite-sized that often. Until you go the day after to Walgreens and just make out like a bandit. For true. I am excited for that, especially like like so CVS. I get like forty percent off coupons from time to time. Actually, I don't know if it works with sale items or not, but I'm gonna definitely be hitting it up right after the day after Halloween. I love how they always have like stipulations on coupons. Like, oh yeah, you can get that, but you have to buy something over four hundred dollars, and it has to be on the left side of the store. And you're like, well, then why do I even have this stupid coupon? <laughs> it's it's always like, so Harbor Freight coupons come in and you get the twenty percent off, and every single time I'm like, good, I'm gonna use it for this, and I go and look at it. I can never buy what I freaking want to buy. No, you can. Oh, only for items priced over $300. Well, I mean, if I was going to buy an item for $300, I don't think that $10 would make a difference. I, I concur. I concur. Anyway. So it's Halloween, dude. I am. I am. I'm ready this year to you have no one come to my house again. Okay. Do you dress <laughs> up too? Because that would be make it even better that you dress up in the dark, eat candy by yourself. So, so like, well. This year's going to be a little bit different. I'm not going to be doing that this year, actually, because, uh, um, you know, our church's youth group meets on Wednesday nights and Halloween this year is on a Wednesday night. So we're going to have our uh, our annual costume contest. Nice. Nice. Where they can dress up as their favorite saint or angel or whatever. And the kids actually are pretty darn creative. Now, if you can dress up as uh, any angel, is any angel? Yeah. I only know three. Any person that is an angel. Well, there's there's probably uh, millions and millions of angels. Right. You may only know a few. Three. What are your three angels that you know? Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. Uh, you don't know Lucifer? Because he's pretty famous. I would say he probably eclipsed uh, Raphael. True. I mean, I'm sure he's still an angel, but I don't know the last time he was called an angel. I mean, he just is an angel. Right, right. But I mean, like, you don't. You don't. It's just like his species, if yeah. you will. I mean, it's a trick question. It's not a trick question, but if I was in your <laughs> youth group, you better believe I would show. I was the kid that would show up as Lucifer. You, you would. You, sh- I would be the guy. Be like, I'm an angel. What? You would show up like the kid from Problem Child. <laughs> I was a Problem Child, yeah. so I would show up like that, or I would show up as like Legion or some other like un- less lesser known demon. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and start off before we get into this whole Halloween world. We're going to start off with our uh, one of our favorite little bits, as we call them in the biz, uh, fact or fiction. Mm. Um, and really surprising now, Will actually has a soundboard now that he randomly will play sounds from. So we'll see how that goes. We're eventually going to come up with our own. Wow. 
That's every time I tell a dad joke is that's when you play that. I think so. Okay, great. My wife has gotten. I to named you. it. I named it awkward. Awkward. That's okay. the name of that sound. All right. Well, we will definitely play that a lot. We should have had that when we interviewed Colin. Yes, I needed a lot of, a lot of these when I interviewed Colin. Yeah, I can't wait to have Colin back, and and he'd better bring that globe chair. <laughs> Speaking of, so if you don't, you don't know. But uh, our next podcast will be an interview with Colin. It's going to be yeah, really exciting. Um, he's a man of mystery and wonder. Uh, we're actually going to do a whole series of interviewing um, like normal people, but normal people that have like extraordinary, awesome stories. So I agree. Um, so it's going to be really good. It will be really good. So I'm excited about it. It went great, and uh, you're gonna you're gonna love it. All right, so we're gonna do our little fact or fiction here. Will you ready? I only got a Boom. ready. Ready. I only got three of these for you today. I will eventually learn to when to press the buttons. Yeah, well, that's fine. I'm just going to press them as we go now. That's First like, time, I'm having fun. It's definitely my favorite, uh, my favorite theme music so far. So uh, your phone or phones in general, just since obviously not every phone can do it. But anyway, uh, a phone that exists in the world today can now answer your phone calls and screen them for you. And while it's being screened, we'll actually transcribe uh, the information being said by the caller so that you will know who's calling and why. And then you can choose whether to answer it or uh, send it to voicemail or give some other uh, customized response. Um, oh, this is fact. Oh, yeah, hands down. Hands down? Yeah. It is fact. Good did, job. Did you see the Google I.O. event? No, but it is as it's a Google. It's a new Google Pixel option. Well, that's what I figured because at the Google I/O event, they have this thing where like they have the call screener yeah. thing. I didn't see about the transcription part. That's what threw me off a little bit. But basically, someone called and was like, "Yeah, you know, we're calling about your your appointment coming up at this place," and the person like sounds like a person. I was like, "Okay, great. When is that again?" And they're like, "One one o'clock p.m." Oh, one o'clock p.m. And they're like, "Yeah." And all of a sudden now it created like a calendar event, if I'm not mistaken, in your yeah. phone for you. It was, I mean, it was really legit. It was cool. It'll be it'll be cool to see how that actually goes. Yeah. Hopefully uh, Apple will come up with something like that. Yeah. And be like, oh, what are you, a bill collector? That's um, right. Please hold while we transfer <laughs> you to the corporate office in nowhere. Um, all right. Okay, good. I got one. Facebook wants to put a camera in everyone's house. And just to make you feel comfortable about your privacy, they will name it the portal. <laughs> Fact or fiction? The portal. Is there something funny about the portal? That why they would call it the portal? I just, I, I think I just added the spin of the portal, unless of course I just made up this whole thing. Oh, so you just added the spin? Or, I think it's. I mean, to me, I think it's plausible because of the fact that uh, you know Amazon has a lock you can buy that'll like unlock your door to let people in, strangers in. Um, but I guess I would, I would have to say this is. This is not true. After all the all the crap that they've been going through, I would say this is not true. Well, you and many people fiction. would agree that this would uh, sound fictional, but in fact, Facebook has gone nonetheless and has gone Come all on, out. Facebook and have put out a uh, this thing called a portal, which is really it's an iPad on a stick. Um, they have a camera that can fit on top of your television, like a little like you know, like just the camera on top of your TV. Um, but the actual system, the portal itself, is, is, is it's like a giant iPad. It's not even small. But they, I think they have two different sizes. But, I, I mean, when I was hearing about it, I was like, this is stupid. Like, who's going to buy this? Like, with all the smart home devices, like, why do you really need um, 
why do you really need that? You know, one of the only things it really does, and actually one thing that, that is cool about it is it uses the messenger's ability to do video chat, which I didn't even know messenger had video chat options, but apparently you can basically FaceTime late on messenger late to the game for sure. But I will say what's really cool is that the camera is like a, a 180 degree camera and yeah. it will follow the person. So if you like, um, like if you're if you're like looking at a person's room and someone is cooking in the kitchen, and it will follow the person as they walk around their kitchen. So the camera will follow the person moving. Uh, obviously, if you have two people walk in the room, it like zooms out, and you, you have both people. So I, I don't know. It it looked cool, but I mean, in no way, shape, or form am I buying that. I just want to know, like the amount of guts that it takes for Facebook to come out with something like this in the midst of all of the, the privacy scandal that they just had a couple months ago. And pretty much every tech site and every blog about the portal, that's the lead off is yeah. like, are you serious right now? Of got- all the things you could be doing. Why is that? And of course they also, when they first released it, they made a very big deal. It will not collect your private information. There will be no <laughs> third party, uh, you know, information gathering and all this stuff turns out. Only our website does that. Right. Is that <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Facebook. That one was for you. Finally, the last one in this is that in the United States, there have only been two known cases of poison candy ever being uh, obtained by a child during a trick-or-treat. I think that is actually fact. Yes, I think that is fact. Well, expect to get your mind blown because it's fiction. There has never been a single case ever of trick-or-treat candy being poisoned, having needles or razor blades in it, and a kid got it during Halloween trick-or-treating. That has never I occurred. I knew it was low because I remember reading and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And now it makes more sense if you say it never happened because we always say it. Yeah, it's like one of those is is a complete urban legend that I believe has added to the downfall and destruction of one of the more joyful holidays of my childhood of walking around getting candy from strangers, yeah. which apparently no one does anymore because I've literally lived in three houses over the past like five years and has had zero trick-or-treaters yeah. at all of them. And they're all in neighborhoods. Like, I wasn't, like, in some shady part of town. This is... That, dude, that, this is very interesting. I seriously, like... The kids have gone away. The kids have stopped trick-or-treating. Like, and they and the, and the what they have gone to is actually less safe. But we are going to talk about that later, sir. But, where, but wait, where are the kids are going? Well, where are the kids? Where are they getting candy from? The kids are gone. They're still obese, and they still are eating candy. They go to trunks now. They trunk or treat. Because there's nothing more safe in this world than getting candy from a stranger out of their car. The back of their car. Because that is way better than getting (laughs) food from their actual place they live. Do you know the show The uh, New Girl? It's not really on TV anymore. I've seen it. Is um, it a... Is, I think I've seen it on the, one of the streaming services, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, I don't never watched it. It's a funny show. Well, there's a scene where uh, the, two of the main characters is Nick and Jess, and they're the love interest of the show, you know, throughout the show and whatnot. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Excuse me. So they're the two, like, love interests of the show, and they're, like, bickering, going back and forth, and, you know, Jess is just this, like, really cute girl you know this teacher and like it seems like her life is completely put together even though it's not 
And then there's this guy, Nick, who is doesn't look like his life is put together whatsoever. He can barely get by. So she's always giving him a hard time for like always thinking the worst of people. And he's like, well, you think the best of people. And that's just not the way it is. And so they go back and like uh, like do a flashback when they're kids. And Nick picks up a dollar or a five dollar bill or whatever. And he's like, oh, my college, you know, my college fund is finally going to start in some kid a like bigger kid pushes him out the way and like runs down the street and grabs the dollar and he's just like that's that's how it started for him <laughs> um and then they go back to jess and her flashback and this van pulls up this beat up van right and she's like a little girl and the guy goes hey little girl do you like candy and she's like yeah well my my nan made too much and all of a sudden the back door like slides open and it's like an old lady who made too much candy and is like giving her candy out of the back <laughs> of the van and she's just like you know you can't think the worst of people but uh for real people are kids are just going to people's trunks and getting candy because that's i mean it's entirely safer i mean you know you just gather at a local event no ids are shown anyone can just show up you're in a mask so you know and you just get food from people out of their car. That's just, unless, I mean, it's so safer, way safer. Unless it's like a church function or anything like that. It wasn't like that when I was younger. I missed the days when we got to run the streets. And uh, oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Anyway, I'm not even going to go down that road just yet. We'll 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 kind of <clears throat> come back to this in a okay, little so bit. So I did not do good on that. I only got one out of two right. Which is actually, I I think you did great because the last time you got them all correct and it was way less fun. So anyway. We're going to go ahead and jump on into tech news, which is one of my favorite segments to do because I love tech news. And that is our sound for tech news. Hashtag theme song. It's like playing Duke Nukem and when we were in sixth grade. I, I, I agree. Yeah. It's like calling you up on the old. There's nothing like that connecting sound like you're trying to connect to your, your prodigy account. I just want to... <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see this dancing baby. It's so funny. <laughs> Remember Ooh, when you have to download? Remember the download MP3s? It took like a whole day to get a song. But the best part about Napster was if you were you're like downloading, you can listen to the music as you download. So like you've only had like ten seconds of a song, but you could just listen to that ten <laughs> seconds over and over until the whole song downloaded. I love this intro. These kids nowadays, they have no idea what it used to be like to listen to music. No, they had this guy on YouTube, and he was talking about um, evidently there was these these leaked tracks or this leaked album, if you will, um, called the Batson Sessions by uh, uh, Dave Matthews and Batson. Mark Batson is a, uh, is a is a producer, and so they were talking about how like easy it is now to find these leaked, you know, yeah, leaked music and and, and stuff like that. And he was like, man, I remember back in the day, you you would you would go out and find something leaked and it was like treasure. Like yeah. you found something that no one else would hear for another like year at least before everybody could get it around, you know, the United yeah. States and stuff. You had to download it and just wait yeah. for that, that little light. You hit download just to hope you get something rare. And like a week later you go back to check it and realize it's not, it's not, you know? yeah. You're it's like, a come Viagra home, ad. Come home from school. You're like 49%, 49% about to get my song number two. Anyway, so uh, throwback tech news. Uh, we already talked about the Facebook portal, so I'm just going to go ahead and pass over that one. Um, now, I'm only bringing this one up because you probably know this already or because you are the only person that I actually know who is a YouTube Red subscriber. So uh, anyway, so supposedly now I know that YouTube and uh, Google Play, I mean, they've been trying to get into music world for a while. They were definitely late to the game and. 
botched it a few times. But apparently, uh, over the summer, I guess, and uh, to now, they have been revamping, and they now have YouTube Music and YouTube Music Premium, which apparently is now being included with red subscribers. So, or like, or they're just going to get rid of the red subscribing altogether and just make it like a bundle package. Call it something well, new. I, I, so I know that YouTube Red doesn't exist anymore. So that's what happened. They've it's, merged it's YouTube, it into. It's just YouTube Premium. Premium, which that's is now with it. their music. So now you got. So do you have like a cheaper price than everyone else? No. Oh. You think you would. Okay. But made it so well, let me tell you this. So um, I don't know how recent or this changes. It, it sounds like they're trying to make it sound like they've added features. Um, but I've been a YouTube Red subscriber since almost the beginning of YouTube Red. Um, I'm big into YouTube. Um, I've had YouTube Music on my phone as well as Play Music, which is Google streaming. Yeah. And YouTube Music is kind of like, you know, YouTube streaming. Right, because you um, can just make playlists and then listen to the videos just like they were, um, you know, just like they were music, right? You don't have to play the video. You can just listen to the, the music from the video in a playlist. Is that right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So... I have never, I have not downloaded a new Google app in God knows how long. I have no idea. And it's been way before May. Like, it, I just haven't done it. Except for when I signed up for YouTube Red, like, I don't know, a year and a half ago, two years ago, whenever it started. I don't remember when it started. So I don't know what, the, but I've always had YouTube Music and I've always had the Google Music subscription so, with the YouTube. So you think this is just more of like a packaging rebrand effort to try to get people to like sign up now? Like it's no longer YouTube Red; it's YouTube Premium Music. Yeah, but I, but I don't know how. Like I've always had it, like the music portion of it. Right, and, and then maybe there, maybe people like me who didn't know that that was part of YouTube Red. I knew that YouTube Red allowed you to listen without the video, which I always thought was pretty cool. It is it is one of my favorite functions. It would save uh, a lot Features. of data in me and my wife's family plan because turns out my wife watches videos and listens to videos while driving, um, and that causes lots of data usage consumption. I'm like, honey, now that they have like the breakdown, you're like, honey, how did you manage to use five gigs of video in the uh, month of You need to June? get on that unlimited, dude. Unlimited what? Data. But there's no such thing as unlimited data. You know what they do? They cap your speed. That's all that's happening. After like 25 gigs. Well, whatever. They gonna, No matter all the unlimited, they will cap your speed at some point. Yeah. So it's not truly unlimited. They just screw you. In fact, in Verizon. You're you, not buying you, you unlimited speed. Safety. You're you buying the unlimited amount of use. Well, if you can't use it, what's the point of having it? So when they've capped me and my uh, data is like it's gone slower. Um, I can still watch a YouTube video, especially if I put it in like 420, like resolution. Oh yeah, little little grainy video. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, uh, anything else that you want to tell us about YouTube uh, Red? Because I don't really know, or I'm sorry, Premium YouTube Premium, uh, that would make it worthwhile getting. Okay, so if you're on the YouTube app now, and again, it's been so long since I've had a regular YouTube um, app on my phone, like without the premium portion of it. But if you're if you're watching a video on YouTube and you get a text message, if you leave the YouTube app to go see the text message, what happens? Your video stops playing. Okay, mine doesn't. It just keeps going, which I like because a lot of times the stuff that I do watch, like I just want to quickly go and I don't want to have to hit play again. Yeah. I don't need to stop. I just need to quickly go and send a text message. 
Um, other things like when I, I like to listen to podcasts and sometimes I like to watch the podcast and just, but if there's a, you know, an email or something, something that do. comes up, like I can get out of it or I can just lock my phone cause I'm driving and I don't need to watch it, but I'm still listening to it. Like, yes. so if I'm watching it in the elevator, going up to my car in a parking garage, jump in the car, lock the phone, the podcast doesn't stop. It keeps going. And so I, that's one of my favorite features of YouTube red. Um, the other thing is, is that their premium content uh, started out kind of rough, but um, they do have some pretty good YouTube premium content, you know, nowhere near in comparison of Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, you know, right, I mean, right. not Amazon, but Prime um, to be exact. But in all honesty, YouTube Red has been really good. And the best part about YouTube Red, the best part is no commercials. Never. Never, ever, ever, no, never, not even the pop ups over no pop ups over the video unless it's put on by the video creator. No, okay. nothing, which is great because um, I can't tell you how many times I get frustrated when I someone wants to show me a video and I'm like, can I just can I just look for it? Because I don't have to wait 15 seconds to skip. <laughs> I really don't want to watch another car commercial. Yeah. Like how many people are buying cars? Apparently everyone. I, I don't see. I don't even know that they have car commercials on YouTube because I haven't seen a YouTube commercial ever on a desktop, my phone, iPad. But it's still creepy because you'll be like uh, somebody will send me a link like, hey, look at this luggage, which I know that sounds weird. But I was like looking up this luggage and now every video on YouTube and every ad on every website is all about luggage because obviously the word got out that I'm looking for luggage. And uh, so now I'm being marketed luggages, luggages, yeah. multiple different types of luggage. I think it's luggage eye. Luggage eye. I'm just getting lots of luggage yeah. eye in do my. You, uh, do you watch um, um, like highlights from football games? I do. That I do. So sometimes I'll go to the NFL's website just to get all the scores real quick. Um, and then they'll see highlights. So I'll click on it and then like an ad comes up. I get so mad. So I don't go to NFL's website anymore. I just go to YouTube for all the scores and. Gosh. Well, I'll watch the, I actually like the highlights on the NFL app, uh, on the Roku, on the good old, mm -hmm. uh, Roku, as some people say. The Roku. The Roku. Um, and uh, I like it. It's actually, there's like not like talking. Like it's literally like just like the plays. Nice. And so it's kind of funny. Like I, I like it. I think it's just because it's somewhat low budget, but I actually appreciate the lack of people sitting there talking. Just show me the highlights. The thing I hate about highlights is they never they, like a highlight show will spend like two seconds showing you highlights and then spend four minutes talking about the game. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. want you to talk. Just show me. Like, I want to see the drama. Like, I used to watch with my dad a show back in the day on ESPN called Primetime. Mm. I don't know if you remember that. That I was don't. back when Chris Berman, you know, he's kind of like, like the most famous. Good yes, that guy. Rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. Anyway, <laughs> but he, um, <clears throat> he was on that show. And the best part I liked about it was you basically got to relive each game. Like they spent a good four or five minutes retelling the story of the game. Yeah. And you had no idea who was going to win the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're watching the game. You're like, oh, the Jets are going to win. Oh, no, no. New England's New England's definitely going to win. No, no. They're coming back. It's like you don't know till the end. of Like so it was a suspense. Right. You know, and then you watch a game and you're like, man, this game was so back and forth. It was crazy. And then you watch the highlights and it's like. Um, oh, first touchdown, first quarter, and here it is, the game-winning field goal. And you're like, you did not do that game justice. But anyway, we digress. No, we digress. I, I agree with you. Um, uh, another cool thing, um, so 
I'm a season ticket holder for the Saints, and with that came. I'm sorry, that's the only thing I had. That's my soundboard. He doesn't have a soundboard, so I have to. I have to make a more guy. Wow, that's so classy. He can totally get it though. So the um um, as a season ticket holder, I saw this email came up from the Saints, basically saying, "Hey, you can have like the NFL Premium membership as well." So it's like a hundred bucks a year and it gives you like, I can watch all the games from my phone, like live, which I found out actually this past saints game. I couldn't watch live, which was frustrating, but Yahoo sports, which we did an episode on last while ago. Yeah. Because they played, they had that playoff game Yeah, that the saints epically lost by a miracle. And so we were able to watch the, um, I was able to watch it on Yahoo's Yahoo's app, but they have a condensed game. So you can watch an entire football game, entire football game. It's just the plays. Yeah, it is actually kind of. Cool. I've it's done forty five minutes. Forty five minutes. Yep. yep. Yeah, they had that on. Um, yeah, I've seen that myself. But uh, those are pretty cool. But you just have to. It was really funny because the NFL um, app on the television channel would post the scores on the games. So like when you go to click on the game, the score as it's loading, the score is there. Oh, nice. And it pissed me off to no end because like I actually managed to go through an entire evening where I had to work oh. and I managed to get all the way home and I, st- I had no idea if the Saints won or not and I, I had only heard some of the first half. So I'm about to start the game. I was so excited. I made it. Like I made myself like a burger. Like I had a beer. I was sitting on my couch and I'm, I'm hitting the play button and like I and like as it's loading, I just look up and I see the final score like on a banner. No, God, please, no. No. It's exactly. No. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, that was it. That's that's what happened, and I was so pissed. I was like, it was like the whole game was ruined. Here I am, burger, beer. I was like, no, screw it. I can't watch it now. I mean, especially if they lost. Like, you just can't spend no. all that time. And that's I was just so mad. Anyway, um, all right, a couple more things to get to on our tech news. Uh, one is one that I just found out about, and I got to try it out same day. And it was everything that I hoped it would be. Ooh, um, interesting. So Amazon uh, Echo has come out with a new skill. <laughs> it's not really a. I probably not really should call it a skill because that usually means you have to go like uh, learn it. Yeah, learn it or turn it on or whatever. But you do kind of have to turn this on. But they have known as Whisper Mode. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Whis- what? What the hell is Whisper Mode? Whisper Mode is when. You want to whisper something to Alexa because you see, like, there are times when Alexa, she doesn't have an inside voice. Well, she has an inside voice, but she doesn't know when to not, like, wake up the baby. She doesn't <laughs> okay. know when to, like, okay, not wake up your spouse. That. So, like, in the middle of the night, you're laying down with your honey bun and she's sound asleep. And you're like, you know what? I really want to know the score of the Monday night football game, which I didn't want to stay up till midnight watching. So you just turn over and just ever so slightly whisper sweet nothings into Alexa's ear and she will whisper back. So you're like, hey, Alexa, what's the score of the football game? And she will whisper it back to you. What? The Saints are winning. Love you. That's. I don't know if she whispers sweets nothings yet, but that has to come. Like you, you can't have a whisper mode and not have like random like little you know lovey dovey things that happen at the end of the sentences. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure that's to come. Do you have an example of this? I actually do. Hit it, Maestro. Alexa, what's the temperature right now? It's 72 degrees. <laughs> 
It's dude, that is creepy. It's so creepy. Wait, time out. Alexa, what's the temperature? She, I feel she creepy. does better than you. She does. I feel like she's going to go, like, you know, <laughs> kill you now. I, I swear. See, <laughs> I see dead people. The machines are coming to get us. It's happening. It is. It's coming, and I'm I'm ready for it. And I will be able to whisper sweet nothings into uh, Alexa's ear while I'm trying to find out uh, the location of the AI drone strikes. So how does your wife feel about you, uh, you know, whispering sweet nothings into Alexa's ear? Well, she saw me whispering at the Alexa to, to no avail because I didn't know you had to turn it on. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sitting there like in the living room and my wife is on the phone and I'm like, hey, Alexa. <laughs> and she's just looking at me on the phone like, what are you doing? And then Alexa's like answering. And this is like a good example because my wife's on the phone and I didn't want to disturb her. But then Alexa's all like loud cap and you're in the middle of the room. Yeah. You know? And she's like, I don't understand what you're saying. You know, and you're like, shut up, Alexa. You know, I'm whispering. And so uh, I kept whispering. And finally, Alexa goes, if you'd like to turn on the whisper mode, visit your Alexa. <laughs> it was like, that is so creepy that she knows that I'm sitting there trying to do this thing. And they're like, okay, for the love of God, just read the rest of the article where you found out about this. Please. And it would tell you to just go on your app and how to turn it on. Awesome. But I don't know if it were. I mean, obviously, if you whisper like, hey, Alexa, play that guy show. I think it would just play us in normal voice. I was trying to see oh. if it would actually like somehow whisper all audio, but obviously no. But I was wondering if it would at least like maybe we have to come up with, like we should have done this podcast as an ASMR podcast. Wow, I can't believe you just brought that up. How do you even know what that is? How do you not know what it is? I don't know. I've never even heard of it until someone brought it up and I was like, that's just creepy. It's but not, it's not that creepy. Man. But oh so soothing. Matt is not it gives me goosebumps, which is why people like to listen to the sensual sounds into your ear. Oh, it's so good. Okay, can you stop, whis stop whispering in my ear? ear? Alexa, what's the temperature? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they should have renamed it so Alexa can, uh, anyway. Well, that, I mean, that I is pretty cool dirty. about the baby and stuff like that. You feel dirty from talking to Alexa? No, no, I just feel, I feel dirty. Like anyway, yeah. So um, <laughs> the uh, there's a lot of whispering going on. It's making me uncomfortable. But I feel like um, yeah, it it was it's a great idea. And like so many things with Alexa, is it doesn't really need to be practical. It you just need to be able to do it eh, for funsies. So nice. Um, but whispering to Alexa, amazing. Great job on that one. You win. I need to get one. I I don't have one. Money in the bank. Bet you the old Apple HomePod can't do that. No. Anyway, so uh, speaking of Apple, since you're since you're our Apple guy, I thought I'd throw this out there. You know, Apple already has their Apple TV, but they are coming out with their own television channel that you can get with uh, Apple TV Originals, and they're going to have their own streaming service. You can like access your HBOs and your Showtimes, and they're basically getting into the Netflix, Hulu, Amazon game. And I know you're probably really excited about it. Um, or you maybe never heard of it, which would be awesome if I could tell you something about Apple. So I, I have the Apple TV app on my Apple TV as well as my phone. Um, the 
I mean, all it does is pretty much put all of your content into one location and it does make it a little bit easier. It's not as perfect as you would think it would be. So basically, like, they got with Netflix, they got with Hulu, they got with all these people, I guess, to allow them to put all of their content that you would watch into one app. So I can go to the Apple TV app, and it's not like their content's on the app, but it, it's a quick way to get to Netflix. Right. So instead of, it's almost like flipping through channels on a regular TV. Right. I want to see did. what's on here, I want to see what's on here. I, I don't have to go into Hulu app to see what's on there and then leave and go on to Netflix app. I can do it from the Apple TV app, which yeah. was revolutionary in my opinion for the streaming service because once again, Apple came in and did it a good job of finding an issue and resolving it. And um, I and I agree with you because I actually was trying to uh, convince you that uh, Roku knew what they were doing and had the best uh, streaming, and then you showed me that on Apple TV, and I was like, okay, that's yeah, it's a little better. Yeah, I mean, Apple TV is expensive. For, for what it does when you can buy a Roku for half the price. Um, I bought a Roku Ultra, which is like their, I think it's one of their top of the lines. I don't know yeah, if it I have still one is. of those too. The um, 4K streaming one. Yeah, and uh, I I, it, I was coming from the original Roku to the Roku Ultra. So I'm talking about I bought a Roku six or seven years ago or something like that. So I've had a, I've had a Roku forever and uh, finally upgraded to the new one and I was blown away about how fast it was how good it was um i'm used to the controls of the roku so that's the only thing I'm, I'm a little comfortable with it but i only use the roku for one thing and that is to go to netflix or hulu or youtube or something like that so i don't you know, use it for anything else you know something that's really cool about the uh roku ultra that you may not know is that um roku has always had a um an auxiliary hookup in their remote Mm -hmm. which um, was really revolutionary when, in the first one because I was in my kitchen uh, cooking and I could actually see my television was in another room, but I could never hear it because I couldn't make it loud enough. But I could take the Roku remote and plug it into some external speakers in my kitchen and listen oh. while I was cooking. Well, the, the Ultra, a step up from that, if you have the, the remote app on your phone, it has that same remote listening capability. So you can make the sound of your TV come through your phone. So I'll have my earbuds in, and I can walk around the house listening to whatever's on the Roku. Oh, I need to try that out because I've that's, gone through some batteries on the remote. Oh, yeah. Streaming like, it because that is a really good feature. I pretty much don't use anything other than the remote app at this point. Um, it really helps. Oh, was I supposed to keep talking? <laughs> that was awkward. Yeah, Will got up and walked away, and I thought maybe he was going to pause the podcast, but instead, don't worry, we'll edit it out. We'll just do like what? I'm not going to edit it out, no. because this podcast is going smoother than most of ours usually go, and I don't feel like editing. I just, all right, so I have an Apple TV in here, I just wanted to take a look at it real quick to, well, to Will make sure. Will is legitimately showing me an Apple TV right now, which is... Like, for truth. There's just way, you have way too many <laughs> technical things going okay, on so in here's this my, room. Okay, shut up. Okay, so... <laughs> Here's my question for you: Is uh, can you go to Amazon on your Roku? I don't know. So I I can go to Amazon on my Apple TV. Of course, and I'm not shop. signed in. But you can. It's it's just like their website. Ooh, Echo. Let's get off of this thing because we don't need sound in the background. Well, you know, one of the things that I like the best about using the remote control app is that you can actually use the keyboard to type instead of sitting there and trying to type your password and crap into the television but you have a keyboard 
on your on the on the phone. So like if you have the phone oh, yeah, app, I have that on here. Yeah, so if you're using the Roku, you can actually type. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. there's nothing worse than trying to put your password in using those little arrows. You're no, like, there is. Click, so click, click, click. One of the one of the main things that I do like about Apple products is how seamlessly they work together, right? So, is this gonna not let me do it? Let's see. I'm showing Matt that when I go in, and I can enter like a new password, all of a sudden my phone will get a notification. Right up here. And you can just tell it, yeah, log me in. No, like, yeah. So I can either talk to it or I can, the, the keyboard will pop up automatically on my phone. And it's just like, it's seamless. It just yeah. works, right? I don't have to go into an app to do it because it's yeah. an Apple TV. Um, but anything Apple I do like, unfortunately, you know, I'm so, I am so ingrained into the Apple ecosystem. Um, for the most part, it does work for me. I do wish it could do more. Um, so sometimes I do get a little frustrated. I think uh, the, the the deeper I get into it, the more frustrations I have. But the pros, clearly for me, they clearly outweigh the cons of being in that ecosystem. So I will be all about that Apple TV app. Gotcha. Well, Anyway, since uh, somehow we got on this huge Apple TV rant, but uh, I'm excited to see what comes out of it. Um, you know, I wonder if all these apps are going to be so friendly towards Apple TV since they're basically going to try to be a direct competitor. You know, you almost feel like you're like shooting your your friends in the foot, but I guess they just feel like everyone has to use them anyway. So, well, Roku has a channel. Yeah, but it's not like it's not like a channel channel. I mean, I've never touched it because it's Roku. It's just like a free channel that has, like, stuff on it. I don't yeah. know. But I mean, anyway. Apple bought car uh, the rights to carpool karaoke, right? What, what are you talking about? You, I don't know, you don't know what carpool karaoke is? I mean, I know that there's a bunch of videos on YouTube where people, like, singing in the car. But yeah, so Apple bought the rights to that. So now Apple, Apple's been doing their own episodes of that. Oh, I just thought that was, like, a thing people did. I didn't know it was, like, episodes. Or no, that was, rights. like, James Corden's thing from his late night show oh he's the one that kind of started yeah, that. he started it so apple got the rights to it and then put like other people in it not you know like they'll put lebron james and uh another celebrity in the car to do carpool karaoke you know how weird this is i don't know if you know this but you know people just go around and buy the rights to random videos on youtube so like my brother-in-law he had a video of his wife um they were like driving through some place where you could like feed buffalo mm -hmm. And the buffalo like came in the window and like was like trying to lick her face and she was screaming and his little his little daughter was like you know throwing bread at the mom and trying to feed the anyway he, it kind of went viral you know had like a thousands yeah. of hits well somebody just bought it was just like hey I'll give you a couple grand for that video and he's like okay so now like this other entity owns that video and it's been like appearing on like commercials and like on TV shows so like I realized like wow things you don't think about but like these little videos go viral. Then some company just buys the rights and either tries to sell it to a commercial or just basically starts to make money off of that commercial and oh, tries yeah. to promote it. It's kind of interesting. I'm gonna try and do that. So next time, next time money. you just want to see a cute baby or puppy video, just know there's some corporate out corporation out there making money off of you. That's all I gotta say. It wasn't really a joke. Wow. I've just been dying to hit that button. You've been dying to hit that. Okay, I got I got one more thing in tech news. <laughs> And we, I, we probably shouldn't talk about this for very long because we don't know anything about this world. I just thought it was, I just thought this was ridiculous. So uh, Fortnite, which everyone knows because that's just what you know people do nowadays is play Fortnite. You don't play Fortnite. Ever since Drake started playing, dude, I've been playing Fortnite. 
first of all, everyone plays Fortnite, but you do have to actually have a gaming system. That's not the Nintendo 64, which I do have, by okay. the way. So then I'm, I'm just joking. I don't really play it. But anyway, I would. I mean, if I had an Xbox, I totally would. I thought would. it was like a computer game, like online gaming. Thing. No, it's an Xbox game. Well, I mean, it maybe has, I don't know, the, some of these are on different platforms. Oh, I, I, don't I don't know. know. I, I honestly don't play but it. We I don't, don't understand the, it. The point of this story is not Fortnite. The point of the story is that Fortnite is suing some, I, I just imagine this person's like a teenager, but I really don't know. Fortnite is suing a gamer known as Brandon Lucas, who has 1.2 million subscribers on his channel where he sells cheats to the game. What? So, like, you know how you would buy, like, cheats or, like, someone would tell you, oh, you know, if you hit these buttons together or, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, everyone looks for cheats in video games until they, like, patch it or whatever. So this guy, like, sells the cheats that he finds. I mean, I don't know if he's, like, making little programs that, I mean, nowadays, you know, be the computer program is so complicated. I have no idea. But the story was just, like, Fortnite is suing this random gamer <laughs> because he's selling, like, cheating tips to people and i'm like, are, like have we gotten like that low genie. do you remember game yes genie? game genie and uh what was it game that's Shark? what i'm talking about come on people that's so ridiculous like you're gonna sue one of the like this dude's entire life is about promoting your freaking stupid video game and like selling cheats to people and you're gonna try to sue a child now, or or if he's not a child who cares like why are you suing your patron i mean you know it's not like he's he's not like he's making copies of the game and selling like pirated copies of the game you know what i guess I mean? it depends on how he's marketing it right so if he's using uh uh what's the game called fortnite fortnite if he's using fortnite you know imagery and graphics as well as you know stuff that's like yeah, intellectual of, property to them to market to sell maybe that's why there's there But there's suing. entire websites where all, that's all people do is is record themselves playing these games and then people subscribe to these channels just like YouTube I mean they literally just I mean there's just gamers like just playing no, right. games I do so, know who Ninja is Well there you go But I mean they're not suing Ninja for you know using yeah. But I just I don't know. It My just, little nephew plays Fortnite, so the, I wonder if he's the story, trying to get some cheats. The story was just so ridiculous. I'm like, could you just leave people alone? I mean, like this dude's given up his entire life. If he's got 1.2 million like followers and people that are paying him for his video game knowledge, like this dude has dedicated his whole life to your dumb video game. Just not try not to sue people and that's, just be yeah, rich. And, ridiculous. Don't be stupid. But anyway, that's just my uh, that's Brandon. My I say you keep going and fulfill that American dream with your entrepreneurialism. That's what Is I'm that talking about. Entrepreneurialism. That's there. That's Entre the word. Entrepreneurialism. I like it. I love it. So speaking of entrepreneurialism, is there a way that we can <laughs> try to bring back Halloween from the depths of destruction? Because nope. I'm pretty sure that I don't under, like I know people tell me that there are still neighborhoods where children trick or treat. Like I know it's out there. And like in, in, in Metairie, which is like a little subdivision of new Orleans. Uh, I have a friend told me that their neighborhood is kind of like, I guess a more well-to-do neighborhood and everybody like decorates for every event. And it's just known like people like go in buses and vans. They drive to this neighborhood. Is this and one of the they, state streets. I don't know. Like in Kenner. I didn't actually ask which street it was. Oh, okay. But I mean, like, so I know that there's pockets of places on the planet where people are traveling to to go trick or treating, which 
I mean, I have my mixed feelings about that all in all. I'd much rather some kid travel to my neighborhood and come to my house than me just sit there with a bullet candy with nothing to do. Because, like, I used to go all out. I mean, I used to, like, make the scary noises. I would have, like, a little bowl of candy, and the kid would go to reach in there, and I'd pull the thing, and it would move the candy. And the kids would go running and screaming down back to their parents. I mean, you know, like, I mean, so many of my neighbors growing up went the extra mile. Like, in fact, one guy down the block, okay, he actually had the, the candy bowl, and I guess it was, like, by a window. I don't really know how he did it because I wasn't paying attention. I was a child. But he literally had his hand like in the candy bowl. So when you went to like grab candy out the bowl, like you didn't see a person and just this dude's freaking hand (laughs) grabs your hand. It was freaking terrifying. Okay. And it was like the funniest thing. And so anyway, so then and then, of course, everyone would go up and try to get the candy out the bowl without this dude's hand. I mean, you know, like, and then, like, there would always be the person that opened the door, and their whole front room would be decorated. I mean, we just had so much fun. Like, we would go around in packs of 20, 30 kids, and there were times where we had full-on, like, just running down the street screaming, like, uh, stampede, you know? And we had so much fun. And so, like, those are my memories of trick-or-treating. And to think that nowadays kids are, like, going to your local, like, church or school and just like eating like all you can eat cookies and drinking Kool-Aid and like literally not doing anything. So when I was a kid, we I mean, trick or treating was like the event. There was hundreds of people on the street, like parents and kids and stuff like that. It was packed. Like, yeah, it was always packed. And no one drove to our neighborhood to go trick or treating. That was our neighborhood trick or treating at each other's houses. Yeah. I uh, I remember getting dressed up and it, it it's a different it it is a different uh time now so i know that we have some you know a lot of paranoid parents and a and, lot of fake news about poison candy and razor blades yeah I like think, where does this stuff come from i, don't I also know. think the creeps out there have um creeped everyone out has creeped everyone out and, and has gone rampant you know um uh you know, mental illness is a huge deal in our society that is pretty much goes unchecked for the most part. And so there's a there there is a I think a legitimate fear, but did it just like turn off? I mean, it's only been since I was in high school because we were still trick or treating in high school to have fun or do something like that. Yeah. So it's only been like fifteen years. In the past fifteen years, it's it's just totally total decline of Halloween. And, and, you know, and, and I think the deeper issue here, and we always like to take things to the next deeper level, is actually the breakdown in society. It's a breakdown in the neighborhood. Right. Like, because we had a neighborhood growing up. Yeah. Neighborhood meaning you knew the name of everyone lived on your block. You just did. And if there was anyone who you didn't really know, then they were the creepy person. Because like, I did. I knew every neighbor. Now, whether I we talked to them or not, like, there was people that... Like there was an older couple, um, and she was like Hungarian or something or German, you know. And I don't remember the husband too much. He like shot someone's dog one time. With, oh yeah, with, that, with a BB well, gun. He was an older guy. And like that's that. the thing: you always have that one guy's little antisocial, yeah. shot someone's dog one time, and then all of a sudden he's the outcast. You well, know? but you know he was. But they were like when we would play like kick the can or hide and go seek or something along those lines. Like their yard was the only one we never went by. 
we always stayed away from their their house but we knew who they were our parents knew who they were you know no one you know we had the 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 troubled kids or not the troubled kids but the bully kids and you know we had the kids that always got in trouble you know we had the kids that you could always go get kool-aid at their house yeah or whatever so when halloween came around and we were being kids and playing you know a lot of times all of the parents would go and meet up at someone's house at one end of the block um you know our streets um had a had a turn in it like a 90 degree turn like a nice curve um so they would meet at the open end of the street where it was a side street that had access to a main road but they would all like if i'm not mistaken meet at someone's house sometimes and just hang out like right. the parents would, and the kids would go off do whatever they needed to do. You know, we talked about this when we talked about Stranger Things, because one of the things that was so relevant to us who grew up in the '80s was just how how different the world is now. Like how kids don't just run into neighbors' houses. There's not this freedom to run around your neighborhood. People don't know each other anymore, and because of that breakdown, I think that's part of the reason why we've seen. Halloween, which was something that neighborhoods celebrated together, communities hanging out, just right. an opportunity to be outside. You know, we didn't have smartphones. We didn't have every single channel you ever wanted at the tips of your fingers to watch, you know, whatever. People just hung out together. And I mean, trick or treating only lasted like from sundown for like an hour. I mean, it was like total mayhem for at least that one hour after the sun went down. Absolutely. And then everyone went home, ate tons of candy, and went to sleep. So like so kids that watch movies today. Do you think they're they're like they don't know what the kids are in the movies are doing when they they show like cuz even today they still show kids like going trick or treating like it's the thing to do like at people's houses. Do you think kids that are watching this movie is like, what What are they? That's so weird. Like, what are they doing? Yeah, like, why, why are they not going to a church and going into someone's trunk? <laughs> you ever heard that comedian talk about, like, the difference between someone knocking on your door 20, 20 years ago to today? He was like, as a child, someone knocked on the door like, oh, my gosh, who is it? You know, it's like, oh, it's the Robertsons, you know, and he goes, now someone knocks on your door. and Everybody's like, you're hiding behind. The yeah, couch. everyone like gets real quiet. It's like, who that? Who that? It? Who is that? You know, like yeah. you get like. Like all like defensive, like who the hell's knocking on my door? You know, I mean, it, there's a there is a real communication person to person, just fr- whether it's friendships, neighborly. I mean, just it's breaking down so, fast. Uh, now, I don't have kids and you do. And your kid is is getting older and older by the day, by that, the year that he is. So uh, he's he's got a dinosaur onesie. Just I would in case assume you were curious. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume next year is going to be the first time that he might understand not being able to look forward to it, but the first time he'll be able to experience Halloween, not this Halloween, but next year's Halloween. And oh, then you, all of a sudden, you best be like, believe I'm bringing the, I'm bringing him trick or treating. Somebody's going to give me candy. But are, are you going around your neighborhood trick or treating only? I don't know. Now, your subdivision is kind of small, but well, actually, we do live five minutes away from downtown, and they do have. The old trunk or treat, which uh, I just would like to point out, is by far completely way more unsafe 
than walking around your neighborhood because you know where everyone lives. Hey, where'd you buy that? Where'd you get that razor blade candy from? Oh, greenhouse on the left. I thought, oh. there, I thought that was fake news. It was fake news. But if you're so worried that your child is going to get some like nasty poison food from some random neighbor, like wouldn't you want to tell the police, oh, I got it from that house? Not, oh, well, there was a guy in a green mask in a, in a, in a gray van with uh, those little curtains and an and a AC unit hanging out the back. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're walking around a parking lot with people's cars and you're getting candy out of people's cars. Like, that is not more safe. I don't care if you're at your school, your church. Like, that is not more safe than actually walking around your neighborhood and going to people's property where they live and getting candy. That you know. You know the people. Yeah, you know the you at least know where they live. Right. You don't I mean, you don't necessarily know everyone in a parking lot. You're not going to a, a random neighborhood either. Yeah, and if you're at like an event at like a community event and they got a bunch of candy out and the kids can eat it, someone could easily just walk up and like throw poison candy up in a bowl. So I mean, I, I blame it, the schools and the churches. Oh yeah. They I mean, started doing the trunk or treats. Oh, the the Baptist churches. Because of one or two people. The Baptist churches started it. In our neighborhood, they used to have a Noah's Ark party. And I loved our our local Baptist church. I loved it because I went to I went that was the first place I ever had Kool-Aid. No lie. They give you give out Kool-Aid to children. Uh, for vacation Bible school, loved it. My parents never let us have Kool Aid my entire life. Wow. Anyway, but um, so, um, I love I love those people, but they did they they were the beginning of the decline of Halloween because they would have these parties, and they would have a spacewalk and free candy, cookies and drink, and then you would just go there, and they, those one little hour that you had to trick or treat was gone because you spent it. At a church, and you didn't have to talk to. Well, I mean, maybe you were talking to your neighbors at this event, but I think it really does add to the breakdown of the of the whole thing. So they ruined Halloween. They ruined Halloween, which brings us to our question. So if you can't go Halloweening, what must you do? Well, you must watch scary movies in your house with your family. Yeah. So uh, this we had a great question come to us via Facebook. Uh, we're going to give a little shout out to Stacy who threw this question out there. So I'm going to read it to you and, um, I'm going to tell you some of the answers and you're going to tell me some of the answers that you think, uh, whatnot. So Stacy writes, my nine and 11 year old are very interested in watching some scary movies this Halloween season. And they're not talking Disney scary. They're talking it's scary. My problem is finding an appropriate scary movie. Like, I will not mess with an It movie, just by the way. Like, clowns, nope, done. My problem is finding an appropriate scary movie for them. I need suggestions of scary movies without nudity, of course, which is hard to find, BTW, and not too much gore. Share with me your favorite scary movies. That might be a good one to start them on. Oh, so they so she wants to get him like on a like a legit scary movie. Oh yeah, like she's like no, they want they want a scary movie. She doesn't mind scaring the ever loving, you know, out of them, and um, but she doesn't want to you know ruin their life or make them afraid to ever go to another clown and get a balloon from them because you're completely scarred for life. But you do get to that age, and I remember being that age around seventh grade ish, eighth grade ish, ninth grade ish, where you just wanted to scare yourself. You right. know? And um I was, you know, I was at the age of the the teen horror movies. When we talked about this when we talked about our amazing horror movie episode. Uh but anyway, um so yeah, so what are some good 
family friendly, but not necessarily like little children, but like you just want a good scary movie, maybe kids that are like over nine, you know, like what are some just some scary movies that you could still watch as a family and you're not like watching people get tortured naked and then acid pour down their throat or something terrible. Um, one of the, that's kind of weird. It's not really a scary movie per se, but it, I was scared by it. Um, Little Monsters. Is it a cartoon? <clears throat> no, it was with um, um, uh, Howie Mandel. He was a monster. And then uh, Fred Savage. Okay. Do you know who Fred Savage is? It he's, sounds really familiar. He's from like uh, Wonder Years. Okay. And, um, the dude from Boy Meets World. Oh, it's yeah, It's his yeah. older brother. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So Little Monsters was a, a scary movie for me. Um, I'm I'm quickly trying to. Are you trying to come up with some? I'll read you some of the. Yeah, re- recent, I'll read you some of the stuff from Facebook. So. Oh, I think I think it's called the Monster Club. But l- let me go. Oh, yeah, it was like a movie yeah, from yeah. the '80s where like these kids all of a sudden like they had to like go combat all these monsters, and that's when I first learned about like the wooden stake for the vampires and the silver bullet and and this and that and the other thing. <laughs> yeah, you know. But it was like I, it, I I think I know what you're talking about. Like I'm having like these flashbacks of like. Uh, a dwarf, but that could be a different movie. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so here's some of the answers that people gave. One of them was the original Night of the Living Dead, which yeah. I uh, can't remember. It's been so long. Um, another person recommends The Others or Identi- Identity, which I don't know that one either. Don't Look Under Your Bed. It's technically a kid's movie, but it scares the crap out of you. <laughs> So I was like, I'm like, of all the movies that were suggested, I really want to watch Don't Look Under the Bed because if if it's actually like a children's movie, because, you know, sometimes you make a you make a movie that's scary, but it's way scarier than you intended it. You know what I mean? Like later on in life, like later on in life, it may become more scary. Like as like clowns became more like terrifying. Now clown movies are even now that you have a chance of running into one of these creepy clowns. Uh, or you see creepy clowns running through cornfields, uh, you know, at some point, you know, uh, it just makes clown movies that much scarier. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested about Don't Look Under the Bed. Um, I was pretty terrified of Under the Bed for a while. I don't know what I, I think I watched like one of those Nickelodeon uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes. And uh, that was like my favorite, like child scary movie thing. You know, um, it was it was good stuff. Um, Gremlins. That's a good old classic. Oh, no, no, Gremlins. That's a good one. That's a good one. They, those little those little guys were cute but terrifying all at the same time. Um, this person recommends uh, The Ring, which was pretty terrifying. Mm. Um, at least I remember it being terrifying. Maybe like Poltergeist. And then the first Insidious, which I honestly don't. I just I know there's a whole that series of them, insidious. but it sounds very. But then somebody threw out a brand new movie, which I have been dying to see. And my wife does not watch scary movies because she's actually seen too many actually horrible things in her <laughs> life. So she doesn't like to relive horrible, fake horrible things. But anyway, uh, my wife used to be a, a detective, you know, police detective. Yeah. yeah so that so for me, I'm like, oh, yeah, like this dude just got his, you know, got shot. She's like, that's not how bullet wounds look, you know. He wouldn't be they, the blood wouldn't be that color. And you're like, OK, you're ruining this movie. for me right now. My wife does that when she sees people doing like photography and movies and stuff. She's like, their flash wouldn't be pointed that way. 
I'm like you're such a you're such a photographer snob and she goes i know she's like that's not how you hold a gun and you're like okay whatever she's like it's actually a bad sign if you're not bleeding and i was like <laughs> <laughs> it's actually worse if you're not bleeding and you have a gunshot wound i'm like oh okay thanks for telling me anyway so this movie and i want to know if you've seen it it's called a quiet place oh 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 that's the a new one with yeah. uh john krasinski you're talking about uh, John from Jim from The Office. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I want to see that movie so bad. Just because one, I saw the 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 preview for it and it looked awesome, and I know that I know that Jim actually uh, directed it. You know, I don't break the fourth wall, so he's still Jim from The Office. Right, right. Until he he didn't look at the camera in this movie. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to break the fourth wall. He'll have to come up with another character that's so epic. I mean, there are some actors that will all like Tom Cruise will always just be Tom Cruise. Right. But I mean, there's just some people that will always like Zach Morris will always be Zach Morris. You know? Oh, yeah. He can't not be Zach Morris. It's almost like if you're if one of your early hits is too big, then you're just forever be identified with that character. I agree with that. But there are people that have broken out of that. I mean, I'll have to say that uh, like. I don't know. There's a lot like Kristen Bell. I don't know if you're, are you a Kristen Bell fan? Yeah. Yeah. I like, so I was a huge fan of, I I have all these, like, I guess people consider them cult classics or, but I loved Veronica Mars. Uh, Ditto. Uh, And she killed it in that show. You know, they're coming out with a new movie, right? I know. Well, they came out with a new TV show, right? TV shows coming back. Well, they came out with a movie. Did you see the movie when it came to movie theaters? I I didn't see when it came to movie theaters, but I think I have seen the movie because Elise is really big in the show. Yeah. So I love, oh, she's kind of a photographer too. I didn't even think about that. And a private eye. It's like our two wives combined into one person. It's Kristen Bell. (laughs) That is so true. They are like our wives combined are Veronica Mars. That is, wow, that is the mind blow of the day. Of the episode. Wow. Anyway, uh, but I love Veronica Mars, but she definitely broke out of that role, you know, and yeah. then people know her. Do you ever watch that comedy on TV uh, called uh, A Happy Place? Oh, yeah, we watched that oh, show. That show is freaking hilarious. We hit it up on the Hulu. Freaking hilarious with like Pelagian heaven or something. <laughs> it's I love that show. That show's so mm-hmm. funny. Anyway, it's I also di- theologically correct. It is oh so theological. Oh, it's <laughs> so theological. I love it. Anyway, um, oh the movie was Monster Squad. Monster Squad. Yes, that one. She should have her kids watch the Monster Squad. Well, I want to watch the Monster Squad now. Me too. I was just looking at pictures and reminiscing. What is the actual head. rating of the Monster Squad? That's a very good question. Well, see, it's gonna be hard because back then they didn't have PG thirteen. So, so they just usually if there's PG just not R? like straight up nudity, no, it's just PG. Oh yeah, yeah PG and R. That's correct. Uh, oh no, this is PG thirteen, nineteen eighty seven. Um, maybe I don't know when they stopped when they had PG. Well, I, I feel like they've gone back in time and rated everything. I don't think they have because um, movies that are uh, Doc Hollywood. Do you know that movie? No, I'm gonna have to pass on that one. It's a. Um, I watch mo- way more TV see, than no, I do this movies. This is PG-13. I'm telling. Maybe they did do that, dude. Maybe they did go back and change the ratings. Doc Hollywood was not, as far as I can remember, not a PG-13 movie. Uh, maybe I don't know, it was 1991, so maybe it was. Well, there's like like not full frontal. Maybe it is full frontal of a, a chick getting out of a lake or something like that. There's always a damsel you in know. distress getting out of a lake. It's just part of horror movies, as yeah. we've discussed in the past. Anyway, um, any so any movies that you grew up that like you watched and like ruined your childhood or scared you half to death. 
the living bejesus out of me. Like somebody on Facebook said the phrase, that movie ruined my childhood, oh, which I thought was hilarious. July 1st, 1984 is when PG-13 started. So anything before then, they're still rated PG. Nice. So yeah, so there's some movies that are like, this totally is not PG. This is not PG, but it was. But it was. In 1983. Yes. Um, okay, so movies that have scared the living bejesus out of me. When I was five, maybe, at a babysitter, uh, brought all kinds of friends over to my house, and they watched uh, Child's Play, which is the Chucky movie. Wow. And I watched the movie with them, and I remember my, my mom tells me that she was so mad. She was so angry. I think the babysitter got fired and all this stuff, naturally. Um, but I would have nightmares about Chucky for the longest time. <laughs> so to this so, day, like if, like whenever we do eventually have kids, we will not have any dolls like that in our house. There will be no adult male doll, uh, toddler, toddler dolls uh, hanging around, no eyes, anything that Dude, blinks. Done. Think about it, though. That movie came out. When, like, my buddy was a thing. Oh, yeah. My buddy was big. My buddy was, I was pretty sure. I mean, my I. My buddy. I never actually watched. Teddy Rockspin. Yeah. I never watched. Um, I, I never watched Chucky, but I saw the previews. So, therefore, I was just as terrified. Like, just the few minutes of the movie preview was enough to terrify me for Dolls Forever. Yeah. Just seeing just seeing Chucky with a knife in his hand. I and was now, like, I'm like, terrified. I don't, I don't like. I don't like puppets because of Puppet Master. My buddy, so my buddy Eric, his grandma lived in this like epic house in uh, in old New Orleans, right? And it was like a four-story house. It was pretty awesome. And they had a pool, indoor pool. So we used to go over there. Oh, that's legit. Yeah, we used to go over there and swim all the time. It was awesome. Anyway, on the second level where his grandma lived, she would listen to the TV really loud, but she had an entire room. She collected dolls like glass dolls that were probably, and they probably were all destroyed in Katrina. Um, but these glass dolls were just beautiful. Like just, I mean, I don't know how they made them, but she had little ones, but she had life-sized dolls. Yeah. And they sat in chairs. They had like tea sets. Like there was like five, there was just like giant dolls all over the this, this lady's house. So you just imagine like being in like this mansion looking thing. And you know, as a child, everything is so much bigger anyway. But you're like this big, giant, formal dining room in this really big house. And there's just, and it was always dark because we didn't know where the light switches were. And it was just like dolls everywhere. And it was terrifying. That we would is... go up there to try to get some ice cream and just be like, you know, just terrified little. And we were so in high school, too. That's the funny thing. The Christ compels you! Well, there it is. You found your soundboard again. I found a new one. Oh. There you go. Just, Just imagine you walking upstairs, opening the door, and seeing those freaks. It's I'm I'm still scared of dolls. That's for sure. So, um, what is your five movies that are terrifying but are not scary movies? Yeah. So I don't know. Like uh, I know that you asked me the question, and I was probably supposed to think about an answer. But so mine is Dumb and Dumberer. Oh, that second Dumb and Dumber. That's really that's the terrifying. one that has nothing to do with Jim Carrey and Jeff yeah, Daniels. That one is terrifying. That was a scary movie, and it was not a horror movie. It was just terrifying. Yeah. Um, another one for me, I think, is uh, um, 
like a Clockwork Orange, if we're gonna go a little oh bit. Oh my gosh, darker and stuff like that. Like that was not really like really a horror movie. But that's a scary movie. I remember getting one of those on VHS. Like you know, when you had to go to the yeah. store and rent a VHS tape. You well, had yeah. to bring a little foam box to the uh, the counter, and they gave you the movie. Absolutely. Good times. Um, maybe Bun- uh, Benjamin Button would be for some people. Um, speaking of <laughs> terrifying uh, movies, I was terrified at uh, The Truman Show. I think that counts because that is by – it is kind of a funny movie, but yeah. it's kind of a terrifying movie to think that uh, people are watching you. And for a guy who has uh, Alexa's all over his house – um, yeah, it's a terrifying thing that people are watching you and that all of your friends are fake and your whole world is fake and you are literally nothing more than the bunt of everybody's pastime entertainment. True. I mean, like that is just horrifyingly terrifying. I don't want anything, anything to do. I, I'm telling you right now, Matt, if I am Truman. And you're like my quote unquote best friend. I'm um, the person that's uh, supposed know, the, to keep you from going guy, to trying to keep an eye on you, know? you, keep you from going to Fiji. Yeah, like I will punch you in the nads. <laughs> and this, and all of our subscribers and like social media friends are fake because yeah. I'll keep my wife, but I'll still punch you in the nads. <laughs> oh, anyway, but speaking of this wonderful, delicious Kenwood bottle is brought to you by Kenwood. <laughs> so smooth and delicious while I drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Sympathy laugh. <laughs> what are you doing? Is that a product placement? Or, who are you talking to? <laughs> Sorry, we're reliving some movie. of the most hor- horrifying experiences from the Truman Show. Yeah. So, but I don't really have too many. I just thought that'd be interesting to hear what they would have to say as people that actually, because I'm not a big horror movie person. So, yeah, and I thought it was a, it was a good challenge because it is a thing that people deal with. Like, well, you know. Obviously, all of these movies we mentioned, like you have to watch these before you let your children watch them. Yeah. Every kid is different, and some kids will get terrified by different things, and some parents are going to not be okay with some things, but okay with others. So you got to watch this stuff yourself and figure it out because, um, yeah, there is a lot of not friendly, family right. friendly stuff out there. Awesome. So I, I noticed when we were doing our list and like prep, show prep, uh, you had one question that I. I really was interested in, um, and that was like, what are you still afraid of, like today? Oh yeah, well uh, I got your answer uh, was the Chucky doll, or dolls in general. Um, yes, no, but like uh, like a genuine fear of mine, like I am still afraid of the dark. Oh, like like legit dark. Yeah, which is funny. Like even my in my own house, if it's like pitch black in the house, I'm like I know nothing's there, but I'm totally like I'll walk in the house and I swear I just have this totally like crazy moment where I'm like I don't know what's going to happen here I'm going to the kitchen because I just want something to drink and out of nowhere nothing a, like, ferret, a ferret pops out of a cabinet and tries exactly. to eat your eyes out and so I, I am genuinely afraid of the dark I'm afraid of being in the dark like in the city you know I, I hold my own though I do pretty good like I'll still do it but I do have fear you I'm also that. afraid of someone coming up behind me and just punch me in the face and then I die interesting this is a very interesting fears. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going in my backyard. I'm afraid of the dark. And yeah, I was about to say your backyard is a little dark, especially yeah, at nighttime. Especially with the amount of spiders that we see. Like I'm looking out the window as we're doing this podcast right now, and I'm just like I see like seven different like spider webs that probably have big freaking spiders on them. 
Spiders are creepy. Those jerks. They but are now creepy. you don't have to decorate for Halloween. You can just have spiders do it for I you. I have real webs, people. You have real webs. <laughs> oh. That's not a fake spider. That's a tarantula sucking your soul. Yes. So what are, like what are you are you still afraid of anything? Um I am still afraid of um I I don't I don't I don't really know the answer to this question because um I don't I don't know, dude. Cuz like I'm not really I'm not skittish. Like I should probably be afraid of more things than I am. My wife scares the crap out of me um at least once a month like and I know I do it to her as well. Like where I'll just like show up in the room and she's like, oh, my gosh, you scared me. Oh, my. Apparently I have like cat like uh, like I can walk very softly and I've done that. Like I I bring my wife coffee in the morning, most mornings. And like I'll kind of like get like right next to the bed. And I'm like, honey, here's your coffee. She's like, holy smokes. Like (laughs) coffee goes everywhere. Put a bell on there or something, you know. (laughs) Remember the Seinfeld show where (laughs) Elaine gave that dude the Tic Tacs Uh because he was a quiet walker. Yeah, so she could hear him. She could hear him walking around. I love it. Yeah. So anyway, so apparently my dad does the same thing. My dad has like a cat, like walk around the house very quiet and then just kind of sneak up on people. Not on purpose. It just kind of like it just happens. And then I also have a probably like a commanding voice. Like I don't I'm not in whisper mode. I have not enabled yeah. whisper modes. I'm just like, <laughs> well, or she has not enabled whisper mode as much as <laughs> she's tried. I'm like, hey, uh, <laughs> can you get this thing? And they're like, oh, hey, baby. I I, got, I made you a cup of coffee. All right, the soundboard is uh, you can't go overboard with it. Oh no, I actually there, I, I can. I there can is, there is a place no, where God, I can do this. Please, no. oh, oh mercy! Stop it! We're ending the show. We'll hit the hit the hit the close of music. Let's do it. All right. Well, well, before we do it, thank you guys for listening. Absolutely. This is uh, our Halloween special, which we talked about well, some Halloween ah, tops. Ah, 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 ah. Um, and find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, all the social medias. We are at The Wise Fools. And go and ahead and subscribe and like some Nerd Squares yeah. videos. Thanks, you guys. So this is That Guy's Show. We appreciate it. We out. Out. I know I'll be